Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Thank you for joining me for this special edition of Success Life Radio. If you've been with us this week, you've known that we've had a special guest, Jill Ann Anderson, the Director of Marketing for the John Maxwell team. And we've been unpacking this, building a passion-based, purpose-based business, and how to turn it into a profitable business. You know, so often as a coach, I see people come to me with a dream and they're trying to move it up that hill and move it up that hill and create that change and the impact that they want in the world. And they seem to get halfway there, but they haven't quite figured out how to turn it into a marketable message that brings them the impact that they seek. And so on today's Fun Friend Friday, Jill and I spent the entire hour digging into that passion and how to turn that passion into a marketing message and then how to begin to implement that marketing message. So I hope you'll sit back, relax, and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Fun Friend Friday episode that occurred live today on our Facebook channel. You are listening to the Success Life Live with Eric G. Reed. Living your life of success is possible, and this is where you will get a deep dive into the mindset, habits, and routines that will let you build your life of success, starting now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's Success Life Live. Um, This is Fun Friend Friday, and if you've been with us all week, you've known that Jill and Anderson has been stopping in and dropping little nuggets to help feed us into this full-on, full-fun, full-on Fun Friend Friday, where we're gonna explore pulling it out into a profitable-based business. So I'm telling you right now, y'all better get your notebooks out, you better get your pens and papers, you better clear the room, settle in, settle down, do the share, do the like. Joe and I were talking last night just so that I could get up to speed about what she was gonna be doing today. And this is going to be like a master level class in marketing and business building and passion pushing and all of those elements that if you're an entrepreneur, mompreneur, solopreneur, dadpreneur, strugglingpreneur, and you've like, I, I feel disconnected from my business. I know that I want to do this thing, but why isn't this thing working? I know that I, I want to leave my corporate, but I can't find the vehicle to do it. Or it seemed like it was working for a while and now it's stalled out. Like, all of those frustrations that we go through as paneurs, 
in general speak, whether it's creating the product on our own or being part of a multi-level product or even being, because I work with so many realtors, being engaged in real estate or more of a traditional business where somewhat of an entrepreneur with it within an industry, that's where we're going today. It's like, okay, why did it seem like a good idea, but why isn't it paying the rent, covering the car payments, sending the kids to school? I entered this into this idea of being a paneur because I wanted a different life and I feel like all I've gotten was a really, really tough job that pays crappy, which is funny because one of the lessons that I was gonna teach next week is um, embrace the job and the job description. Sometimes we embrace the job title. I'm an entrepreneur, but we forfeit the description. I have to work extra hard to make it happen. So anyhow, different lesson. So. Jill will be jumping in here in just a minute to get us set up. If during the conversation, I'm coming over here real quick because I just want to check something. Um, if during the conversation you do have questions, I'm going to try and capture them as we go. Um, I've got it set up over here, but I also will ask you at some point if you have questions to let me know so that I can uh, catch them. But anyhow, if you have questions, do question mark like four, five, six, ten, twenty. I don't care how many. And then the question, it helps it stand out better so that I can see it uh, more quickly. See, I used my good English, more quickly. So we're gonna get ready to rock and roll here in just a minute. Again, remember the rules. This is a community. We are part of a tribe. We are not sideline sitters, stalkers, and people that sit in glass boxes and watch the world go by. We participate. And to do that, you gotta jump in live or in replay and make a comment, make a suggestion, ask a question, give feedback and input. And even if you're listening to it in the podcast or on the YouTube channel, there's a spot for you to follow, like, comment, share, thumbs up, star, whatever. You gotta do that as well because, you know, here's the thing, and I'll tell you from experience. So whenever I have to go to one of those parent events, or one of those events where they like, who wants to volunteer? I'm the guy that's like not sitting on his hands, but I'm begging people to sit on my hands so that nobody like notices me. Like I'm like this, I'm like trying, I'm like avoiding on cut. When I do that, I withdraw from the room. I withdraw from the conversation. I withdraw from the event. And I have to figure out a way to re-engage after that moment of participation passes that if I had just simply participated by clapping, saying the yes, doing the affirm, whatever it is that the, the speaker or the host is trying to get us to engage in, if I had just engaged in that, I would have been able to stay engaged, learn and grow more. So I'm telling you, stay engaged today. Ask comments, make funny faces, do the smiley thing, because when you're engaged, your brain is focused on what's happening. When you're trying to sit on the sidelines and find a way to disengage, your brain is focused on the exit and this information is too good for you guys to look for the exit. Now I get it, some of us are driving, some of us are you know, multitasking, getting kids out the door, doing our hair for work. That's okay, come back and leave your comments later. And remember, I'll put it up in the podcast. So without further ado, let me go see if I can find Miss Jill. There she is, it's getting easier. She should be popping in the room in just a moment. So go ahead, hit the like, share, comment, stay engaged. Don't sit on the sidelines. I mean, that should be your motto for life. Stay engaged. 
Look at you, all glamour shot. Man, you look fabulous. What time did you get up? Morning. There you go. Am I, am I loud and clear? You're fabulous. You're loud and clear and glamorous. Like, just well, glamorous. I, I picked a different room to go in, and I feel like the light is a lot better in here. <laughs> I love that. I, 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 you know, she probably, not to like tell a secret, she, but you know, I, I, I've done this a couple of times. People will call me the day before and say, do I look better in this mm -hmm. room or in this room? Like you're actually trying to set yeah. up the scenery. So mine never changes. And you know, these are Melanie. Massey yes, I see. Design, I've noticed so. those. I love those. We have a lot of those. They're all over in the office down at West Palm Beach office. It's cool. I, I, I've got them scattered all over. And I, you know, I told my kid that's the, <laughs> that's the most expensive art uh -huh. we have in the house. So cherish it. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. All right. I'm just going to say that I do nothing because I know you got it. Like, this is big. So I want you to recap for those who maybe only jumped in today for Fun Friend Friday a little bit about who you are. And then where we're, and then I'll do a quick catch up, and then we'll dive into where we're okay, going today. Okay, so um, many many years ago, I was feeling super duper stuck in my life. I was a forensic uh, psychological examiner, and I was working in correctional facilities and with what in the business we call normals. You know, nobody's normal, but believe it or not, in the psychological business industry profession, anybody outside of like a correctional facility or mental, mental institution is called a normal. Okay. And here, <laughs> I'm good. Right? I know I'm normal. So um, one day I was sitting in my office and I was getting ready to see a new patient and do a psychological evaluation on her. And, um, you know, I, I was looking through the notes, her, the history that she had given the receptionist because she was a new patient with us. And I brought her back to my office and, and she sat down and she started getting teary eyed. And she said, I'm so glad I've waited so long to get into you. I am so happy that you are, you're finally going to be the person to tell me what's wrong with me. And I went, I mean, literally, it was a gut punch. It was a gut punch because I went, I didn't get into this to tell you what was wrong with you. I got into this business because I wanted you, I want to help you discover everything that's right with you. And it was like I had this, like, spiritual like if the heavens and angels and trumpets were sounding that's what was happening at that very moment because it was like what am I doing what am I doing and I looked at her and I said oh oh no 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 I'm not gonna do anything with you right now and she looked at me and she goes what I go Mm -mm. you have so many wonderful things that are right about you. And I said, I'm not going to proceed with any testing until we talk about everything that's right with you right at this moment. And she just burst into tears 
and, and I let her have her moment. And she looked at me and she said, nobody has ever said that to me. Nobody has ever asked me what's right with me. Mm. And, and it mm. took her a little mm. while, but we did it. She did it. She, she, I asked her some good questions. Um, and, and after, after her testing and, and we went on and, you know, she, she just flourished, just a wonderful young woman. And it was at that moment, I knew that I was sitting in the wrong seat. I was in a, in a, I was in a clinic and I was in a profession that I knew I couldn't take on myself. I was never, I can't change our medical system. Like, here's what really, here's what makes, frustrates me is we don't go to a therapist or a psychological examiner to sit and sit down and go, you know, Jill, I'm in your office today because I want you to help me like figure out, give me a test that tests everything that's right with me so I can just keep moving on that. So when life's hiccups come my way, I got it. I got it. I got the tools to get me through this. We don't have a medical or mental health or any type of system to support that. Do you go to the doctor and say, hey, I'm feeling at the top of my game. I don't have aches. I don't have pains. I haven't been sick in a year. I need you to help me maximize this one step further. What do I need to do to keep being healthy? No, we wait until all hell breaks loose and then we go to the doctor and we're a pile of dog doo-doo, right? We feel like dog doo. And what's so funny about what's so funny about that as soon as the doctor, the label provider, says this is what's wrong with you, you you immediately jump to I knew something was wrong. Now I get to go tell everybody on the planet that I was right, that it's bursitis or you know what like like we love being affirmed that we're broken yes. beings, that there was something wrong, that we are collapsing under our own existence. And we share that news versus like, oh, okay. Funny about me, when I had my I, aneurysm, they were like, I was like, yeah, but I didn't know that 10 minutes ago. So like, how is that gonna impact the next 10 right. minutes of my life? Right. Like, your information has an added value, so I'm not going to choose it. So interesting. And, and it, this is just being, it, what's happening is just, you know, it's all the universe having having my back. But what's interesting is one of the first books that I, I got when I moved away from the mental health industry and, and took the leap and started my own business, um, that business was founded on, I'm going to help you find everything that's right with you in your life so you can build on that and focus on those qualities and not everything that's wrong with you and so when I work with my clients that's the very first thing I have the exercise I have them do is let's talk about everything that's working what's working right now and what can we build on and maximize on because typically what happens is you go to to work with someone in a, in a consultant or a coaching thing. And it's, it's, well, this is what's wrong. And so I need you because I can't get this and I can't do this and I'm not get, being successful here. So now I really need you. So everybody listening, if you're going to a coach because you're in a situation of 
something's wrong, I want you to reframe it and go to a coach and say, here's what's right and help me maximize on that. And that's one of your, so I'm going to be dropping homework challenges. And number one is I want you to find time. We've got a three day weekend coming up, write a list of what's working in your life. And I want to, I, I'm, I'm going to be disciplined on the homework folks. I don't want to hear I'm grateful for, or I'm blessed because I want to hear what's working like this current system, this current thing, this current tactile thing that I'm doing, that I am, that I have is working for me in this way. So this isn't a gratitude journal. This isn't a blessing journal, but it's like my discipline is working for me in this way because my creativity is working for me in my life, my dream, my mindset because. So figure out what really is working. Like, you know what? If you don't know what's working, then we can't amplify it and magnify it to make it work bigger, better, faster well, for you. So Elizabeth is in the room and we're just, I know now that Elizabeth is here. Yay! <laughs> Relax, she is, she like, is. she's like amazing. I mean, I'm re after because I can't, I don't read the notes, and 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 I'm afterwards, I'm looking and I'm like, dang, she is like awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> so you know, my my point is, is, is through my journey, my personal growth journey, you know, starting my business, I knew where I wanted to start. And I think that's where we all come from. Every, there hasn't been one person that I've worked with that doesn't know why they started. Like we can ask everybody, well, why did you do this? Why are you getting into this? It, they know why. And, and I don't think we get, we ask why too much. It's, if anything, I want everybody today to, to nix why out of every question you ever ask. Don't ask why, ask how, ask what, ask where, ask when, but don't ask why. And I think we use why sometimes because there's always another variation of it. It's like, well, why are you doing this? Well, because, and we can get caught up in sort of the soft science of that why provides us. And if we're in this to grow a business, make it profitable, remember that's where we're focused on this week, then the why question doesn't provide as much momentum towards that solution as the how, the who, and the when question. Well, and I, you know, I, I talked a little bit about this yesterday, so I'm going to call, I, I believe in God, okay? And so you, other people might, say, hey, it's my spirit, it's my higher power, whatever. For me, I don't believe that the universe calls me to ask why, because then I'm questioning what's happening to me. I, I mean, are you getting what I'm throwing down? If you well, ask I always, why... I always say I have to reference nature and I don't see trees waking up every morning saying, why am and I why am I? why is the grass green? No. I mean, when you put it in that perspective, you're going, okay, why am I even... Why? That's the point that I got to. I, I'm not going to yeah. question 
why anymore. I'm going to say, hmm, isn't that interesting? That's my favorite saying. Well, isn't that interesting? Now, I wonder what I'm supposed to be learning from this. I wonder, isn't that interesting? How do I take one step forward from this situation? Love it, love it. So I did that and, I and I got I, my business. I'm about to jump out of my seat here. Just... <laughs> well, you know, and I got, so I, I moved away from my, my uh, I moved away from being in a clinic and opened my own business, Jeline Anderson and Associates. And I took everything that I had learned in my former life as a sales and marketing director in the publishing industry and simply took those, what we call now, old fashioned ways of sales and marketing. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna age myself now. I remember um, when, when direct mail was basically invented. Yeah, so <laughs> do you remember when publishers- You and Daddy Jones. Yeah, do you remember when Publishers Clearinghouse was mailing out the envelopes with the stickers and, you know, and. It, yeah, that was, I, re, I was in, in business, in, in the business of sales and marketing. Dan Kennedy is kind of like one of the fathers of, of, of direct mail marketing. And I'll never forget when I bought his very first um, uh, newsletter, right? You could become a member of his newsletter family. And I, would, I implemented all of the things from direct mail marketing fast forward several years into my business and I took those concepts and simplified them digitally because I didn't have the resources to, you know, pour into this huge consultant to come in and, and, and set me up with click funnels, lead pages, you know, Kajot, whatever. I, I no, I didn't have the resources to do that. So I built my own. And when, when we're starting, again, it goes back to day one, just give your clients a haircut. When you're starting out in business, just give yourself a haircut. My click funnel, when I first started, <laughs> was I sent out an email and said to like the 30 people on my list and said, hey, I'm thinking about writing this guide for people to, to share more about their personalities because that was my profession, right? So I could, I could write a dang book about people's personalities and behaviors. Why do you do the things that you do? So I sat down and I went, I know this. And every time I talk to people about it, they like get absorbed in it. So that was my very first piece of content marketing that was a lead magnet that I literally mailed out, emailed out to 30 people and said, are you, is this something you're interested in? And if it's not, then what could I, knowing what I do, what could I provide you with to help you take another step towards accessing more of your potential? And every single person so emailed I me back. So before we jump there, I want to sort of run back. Yes. Like, I'm sitting on the fence. So what we're moving to now in the conversation is how do I take that thing that makes me cry, that thing that makes me laugh, 
or brings me joy and that thing that I dream about. So now I know what the pain is that I've had in my life or that I see in others. I now know the bridge or the path that I went through personally or seen others go across that brought joy and happiness, problem, solution, transition. And now I know why I want to get up and I'm kind of going over the first three days, the dream piece. So, okay, great. This is where you wake up and you nudge your spouse in the middle of the night and say, tomorrow I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be a mompreneur. I'm quitting my job. I'm giving up our health insurance, our vacation, <laughs> and our 401 plan. And I'm turning in my car on Monday. And I'm going for it. And they go, um, we've got two kids in college. And we had that afterthought child that's still in preschool. Are you sure now is a good time? And it's like, yes. I know I can make this thing work. I'll be a millionaire tomorrow. Just give me like a weekend to get it right. Well, yep. and then and then <laughs> and now we're kind of like pulling the coins out of the ashtray in our spouse's car to pay for the next course, the next click funnel, the next kid, the next thing that comes across our email that promises the solution that will finally get us to the next place. As you just heard, that's not where it's going, folks. You know, the idea that you got to buy into somebody else's process to make your dream mm -hmm. happen. They're making money off the fact that you're not making money. So let's figure out what you got to do. I know my bad English comes out when I get preacher mode. Let's figure out what you got to do with what you got to begin to monetize that dream, that desire, that purpose, that passion that you elbowed the spouse in the middle of the night, and then you sent that letter to your boss saying, I'll never see you again, blah, 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 blah. And now you're looking, you might have to call for your old job back. So, exactly. Sorry. Wanted to make sure they were going yes, in the right direction. Yes, and here's what happens in why we go off and veer into those other, field, other areas of, I, I, I don't have the resources is saying you're not resourced and you are, you're fully resourced. You wouldn't have had the dream. You wouldn't be sitting here with us if, if it wasn't coming from source, right? So you are fully resourced. So we get in this mindset. So again, those three things that I said, the three principles of every entrepreneur, mindset, message, and marketing. And what happens is we get in the mindset of, oh crap, I wanted this dream. Oh crap, now I'm not making any money. And oh, look at that person over there is doing it. How, what are they doing that I, I, why, how can I do what they're doing? I can't even begin to tell you how many people contact me on a daily basis that go, tell me what you did so I can do that too. No, I'm not going to, I don't, I can give you pieces of what I did, but I can't, you can't do what I did. You can't. Well, I take that back. You probably could. But it, it, ultimately, you will not experience the level of success that I did because you, you took my success, my story. Let's, that's why when you asked me, Eric, you know, stop playing 
with other people's playbook, I went, oh yeah, I'm there. I am so there because that is like one of the biggest things. So then we go, oh, well, you do ClickFunnels. Well, what's ClickFunnels? Well, what's Kajabi? Well, what's LeadPage? What's Infusionsoft? What's this? What's that? And we jump into these things without getting the basic foundational message of who we are and what we want to do and who we want to impact. And I'm not... So hear me now because I don't want to hate mail. I'm not dogging any of those resources. What I'm saying, often I see entrepreneurs buying the roof before they exactly. support the foundation. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we at the John Maxwell team, we use several, almost all of those things for what we do. But we're a multi-million dollar corporate, we're a multi-million dollar company, people. That has to respond to thousands in the seventy-five thousand people in a marketing campaign sometimes. You might you, mompreneur, solopreneur, dadpreneur, entrepreneur, might have an email list of a hundred people. If you gave each of them ten minutes, by the end of the week, you would still have time left over yes. to go to the pool. Yep. So what, what I discovered in John Maxwell's Intentional Living book, and I discovered it as I started my, my business, and the Intentional Living book masterclass um, is, it, which is in, in our curriculum, yep, there it is. If you're not familiar with it, it is like John Maxwell team calls those, when we get groups of people together, we call them masterminds. And up in the Midwest, people, that was a foreign concept to them. They're like, what's a mastermind? Like, are you going to hypnotize me or something? Or what, what are you mastering my mind? And exactly. Um, you know, so I, I, re, I, I changed the name to master class. And then the people started coming. And I start, I, I literally opened up my home. And the very first master class I had was on intentional living. And I held three, I held three, one in the morning, one at lunch and one in the evening. And I did that for eight weeks. That was my very first masterclass. And it was at that masterclass where I discovered in chapter four, the three questions that John asked how to find your why. And I was going through that with everybody in each class and listening to their responses and all of a sudden it hit me i'm like dang this is like some serious marketing like gold like if every because i saw all of these aha moments coming up with my with the with my participants some were business people some weren't but i could see this clarity of whoa now I really understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it was like it breathed new life into their businesses. And the next thing I knew, those women were asking me, well, Jill, can you help me build my business? And I'm like, okay, right? I, I knew that I could do that because I had the marketing and sales background. So I knew how to build a business. And, and so quick point. Whether it was a hairdresser in the room or a home jewelry designer or, you know, cleaning company, mom cleaning company, babysitting service, copywriter, 
editor, book publisher, whatever, you didn't need the expertise in that industry because you understood the idea of passion-driven businesses just need a, a vehicle to get that out there, that marketing piece. And so, so often people will say, well, do you know anything about my business? I'm like, I don't need to know how to manufacture jewelry. I mean, it'd be interesting to learn because that's your thing. That's your voice. That's your identity. My job, your job, as you expressed it, is to teach you how to amplify that and profitize. Profit? Make a profit from it so that you can continue to do it and impact people. Right. And so what I did is I, I literally started building, and this is where the vision visionary in me comes out and gets gets manifested, is right at that moment, and this, this is why I'm in the position and the role that I'm serving now is my brain works where I'm always looking, okay, I'm here now. And I mentioned this yesterday, when you talk about your dream, I'm here now in the present moment. And I know I, I have this, and this is the message that I have and, and I can take. And then at the same time, my brain is going, what can I do with this to create that best future ever because that's my dream so just because i'm serving as the marketing director as the john maxwell in the jam maxwell team people i've got bigger dreams <laughs> in case the boss i mean is <laughs> i don't know about you but this is this like right now right now at this moment this is like another step in realizing my dream and perfect confirmation that when you stay connected to source and stay true to the foundation of your message, work on your mindset and market yourself, abundance will come. It's funny that you um, used my word. Manifest. Yes. So this sits on my desk in like plain view. I can't get yeah. away from it because as a creative preneur, I can spend all day long creating. This is sort of like, okay, let's take some of that creative stuff and turn it into something real. So, and what I also um, want everybody that is listening and will watch and listen to the recording is we, we don't manifest. No. The universe, that's no. the universe's job is to manifest, not us. So if you're working on manifesting, which many entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mompreneurs do, they work on manifesting instead of working in your giftedness. So I take those, I took those three questions and from there, eventually built a business, Jillian Anderson and Associates over the course of three years. I grew my email list to that 30 to over 10,000. And I didn't do it with any major, at, at 10,000, when I hit 10,000, I told my team, that's when I invest in a bigger engine. So at 10,000 people, then I bought into a bigger engine and then took money and invested. I can just see the poor admin oh. going, please, cousin, uh -huh. brother, sign up so oh, we yeah. can get out of this yes. daily grind. But you know what? 
all of that is stuff that we learned and that I get to help other people now not make the same mistakes that I made. And I, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So I'm not, I'm not sharing with you stuff that I've never done myself. I took these three questions and realized that this is the foundation. This is the message. This is my platform. And once I got this message, I could tweak it to fit in any market that I, that I was presented. So, and I want to be really clear on this, and I sometimes use this example with my clients. Um, I've worked with politicians. I've been in politics. I know you guys can still love me <laughs> in spite of it. Um, that when you are in that arena, you will pick a particular keynote or speaking point or message. And I often use the one about, you know, roads and somebody will say, what are you going to do about our school system? And you say, as soon as we get better roads built, we'll be able to have quicker access to our schools for our children. And they'll say, well, what are you gonna do about unemployment? As soon as we get better roads infrastructure built, we'll be able to attract higher quality jobs and higher quality jobs. And what you'll hear over and over again is that center pole that holds the whole thing together. When you're creating your business as an entrepreneur, I often see people that are jumping from this to that, to this, to that, to this, to that. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I don't know what your message is, so I can't vote for you. And in this case, the vote for you is about the dollars in my pocket or the time that I'm gonna invest in you. And so you gotta get really, you, you may have to abandon some things for a while that you thought are vehicles that you wanna drive forward and pick the one thing that you can figure out, like the road analogy, how you can connect it to all of the exactly. other pieces. I saw Lynn Brown in here, and she has ignited Grit. around the world yep. gritty women. I love that that one word, that that gritty women, she has now learned how to tie to so many other things versus saying self-empowerment <laughs> or mindset or like all of these other buzzwords. She pulled it all the way down to one thing and is trying to figure out how to inject that in so many places. So... Sorry, segue point into now that you had your message of understanding that it was mindset, marketing, and message, and that you had to know what made you cry, what made you laugh, and what made you dream, you piled that all in together. And now I want to take everybody through the steps. And Eric, if you're willing to be the guinea pig, I'd love to walk you through this. Because I want everybody. Uh, okay, yes, but I get to have a, I get to have a little. Like, have a little sip or do. Um, I want everybody to to see the process of of walking through the three questions. So I'm going to look over at my computer every now and then because I you have given me your questions. So the very first one is what made you cry. So Eric, I want you to tell everybody what makes you cry? What sparks that emotion? Um, when I feel or see people feeling invisible, as if they're, as if them being here on the planet has no value. Like, you know what? I'm one of the extra pieces that comes with a puzzle. Um, 
as a kid growing up, my family went through a lot of transitions. There were a lot of times that being the only boy, like a lot of things, I often felt like I was the extra, not like the bonus, but like the unneeded in case everything else broke, then I could be called in. And so when I hear people speak and when I speak and more so now with kids, when I hear things like, I, you know, it's just not for me. I'm, I'm just not worthy. That like, when I hear that not worthy, just like, how, how can you believe you're not worthy if you're brave? Okay. And that. So <clears throat> I want everybody, because those who are on and are doing this work, I want everybody to, at the top of a piece of paper, I want you to write at the very top in big letters, I help people who, dot, dot, dot. Okay. And now, Eric, you said that what makes you cry is people who come from a place of unworthiness. People who, how do, how do people feel when they, like, I want you to think, Eric, for a minute. Bring up some feelings for me on what it felt like to be that missing or that extra puzzle piece. <laughs> Oh, this is hard on live TV. Um, it's oh, it, just that, I mean, I remember as a kid that idea that if I didn't come out of my room in the morning, nobody would notice. Like, you know, not like I could sleep in and everybody would be like, oh, he's sleeping in, but um, Sort of that home alone. Okay, there we go. Where I, I, I don't want, I, I sometimes I don't like to interrupt, but in this process as a coach, this is what you, you said one word right there. So I want you to write it down alone. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. I also am hearing you say that you felt pretty insignificant. Okay. Yes. So I help people dot, dot, dot. And you've got alone and insignificant on your piece of paper, right? Okay. Yes. So now we go to what brings you joy. Okay. So what brings you joy, Eric? I jump. I mean, I just whoop. When somebody celebrates themselves just because they can't help it. Like that, I, I love doing a happy dance when it doesn't make sense. Um, I love celebrating little things because I know that when we learn to celebrate the little things, from my own experience, it allows us and teaches us how to celebrate bigger and bigger and bigger things and we get pulled into it. So I always have that expression in my head, imagine that possibility. Just imagine if you could reach a point in your life where you were allowed to do a little moment of celebration where somebody noticed you, you weren't insignificant, you had value Okay, in so the world. now I want you to write down in the middle of the paper, imagine the possibility, right? And I want you to tell me, we're bridging 
what makes you cry to what makes you laugh. And so when you're talking about that person who is, what do we say, alone and insignificant, right? So when you're working with that alone and in, insignificant person, what what do you what do you see them doing or what have they done or accomplished that that brought you that joy of holy cow they are now imagining the possibility um i think it's it's a wavy bridge so there's like two one is i from my own belief and my own experience but i see it repeated is they piled on everybody else's BS. And you can translate BS any way you want. They've given up, by, they've let go of who they are, whether it's their dream or just their identity. It's like, okay, I forfeited all self and bought everybody else's belief of who I am. So as they begin, and part of my job now as a coach is to peel that BS off, as soon as they start to let go of that, and first realize that the BS was total BS, but start to drift into, you know what, that isn't true. And if that isn't true, then this isn't true. And if this isn't true, then, so I would say that vehicle of finding their truth begins to be like, oh my gosh, you're getting it. I see the momentum, you're building your own truth. You're seeing your own power. You're seeing your own value. You're seeing your own significance in the world. And I just become like a sidelighter, like, oh, Go, 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 go. You know, I love that momentum. Okay. People. Now let's move on to what do you dream about? Uh, honest, well, the freedom to do that more, the freedom to do that more, and I don't know what more means. But from a business standpoint, not necessarily having to be attached to the, the creating of the opportunities is aware of there's just more opportunities to see that happen. And that may not be directly as a coach, but, you know, just, just the moreness of seeing, you know, um, those, that image where you'll see one person in the theater, like, turn on a light. And then you'll see another one and another one. And all of a sudden it becomes this endless sea. That's the image of more. Like all of a sudden, all of these people suddenly stopped buying into the BS of others and saw their value in the universe. And then that universal awareness of who they have lights the guy next to them and the person next to them and you feel behind them. So that when I get finished on this, this level, I can look down and go, look at all these amazing people that know that they have value and worth in the world and that they're living into themselves. Okay. This is just so, like, I just, I hope all of you watching and listening and, 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 and on possibly then eventually the recording, did you just see what I saw? Because like his whole foundation of his business and his message was just manifested and I basically did nothing but ask a cup ask the questions again so now we get to take the thread the needle and the thread okay so this is marketing marketing is the needle and the thread 
that we're now going to sew the story together to create the message. Okay? So... The ambulance is because I'm sweating so profusely from that moment. Say, are you okay? Cardiac arrest. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, that's what we call in the speaking business, breaking the tension so people can Exactly. So here we go. I help people who... Oh, is... Right? Is yes. That, am I responding? I help I'm people... Sorry. I help people who feel... I help people who feel invisible... Because I didn't get to write it down, so yeah, I'll have to I, go back and cut so it. So I'll help you through, so don't trust me. I help people who feel invisible. And what do you... Want to reclaim their work, reclaim worth or value. Okay. Discover their greatness. Okay. Make an impact. Maybe the last one's a little shaky, but the, this third one feels right. Want to make an impact and discover. Okay, now I want you to grab another piece of paper if you're listening and, and doing the exercise. So they can dot, dot, dot. Oh, that's easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't have felt so easy, but so they can manifest their desires. So they can what? Desires. Manifest into the world their desires or bring into the world their vision. That thing that makes them, you know, that, that essence that brings them joy, that they are able to do it full time, freely, and just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm living joy. Exactly. Like, who else gets to go and put makeup on women in nursing home and get paid for it? This is so, you know, okay. whatever it is. So here's, here's, and this is what you get to play with, okay? So you are, you have your foundational message. If you, if you don't have it, you have it now. And here it is. Hi, my <laughs> name's Eric, and I help people who feel invisible reclaim their worth, value, and discover their greatness so they can manifest into the world everything their heart desires. Now see how I added a couple of things in there? I, and I, I'm, I'm okay with it. It, it. Like I said, you all have to understand that it's hard like being here. Okay, so, here. <laughs> so here's where we get to work this a little bit. We get to say, I help people who feel invisible or a couple of other things that, that hit home and that I wrote out, gave, I help people who get who have given up on their dream. Oh, yeah, that one kills me. When I hear somebody like, yeah, I'm just like, oh. Right? I want to and, back out. And here's what I want you all to see is that Eric never said that specifically. He gave us all of the things that people do that make him cry. Well, when I think about somebody who gives up on who they are, and I get, and I, I think about somebody who, who stops imagining possibility. Well, what's your freaking dream? Your dream is possibility. So you've given up on your dream. So another.
then take this, take a clean piece of paper and start writing out two or three of these. I help people. We already said one. So now you have another one. I help people who have given up on their dream. Right? Feels right. Because they bought into the belief that they are less than and not important in this world. Ooh, when you work with me, I'll help you manifest your dream and live your life to your fullest potential. Agreed. Okay, there's two. You've got two now. And what's interesting is it's easy to agree because it sounds like something I would buy. Like, if you were selling it to me, I'd be like, ding, 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 ding. Because it's like, yes, she get, that's the woman I've been looking for yes. all my life. Yes. Um, because, because, yeah, I mean, when I say you're speaking my, my language, it's like, that's what compels me to buy. Versus sometimes we do that buy online. And the minute we give them the secret code on the back of my credit card and you hit enter, you're like, I know this isn't right. Why did I just buy it? But I'm really just at the end of my hope ladder that I'm thinking maybe I just, you know, we've all done that in building our business. We bought something that we knew. I've got, don't tell people, please. I've got stuff that I have not unpacked that came to the house after I bought it because even by the time it arrived, I already knew exactly. it wasn't work. So here's... It here's here's another to one. I want to give you three, okay? So work with me on this. Are you ready? <clears throat> so I, I help people who feel like every day they are living a lie. Oh, yes. Oh, preach it. <laughs> because the fear... Not, and, because but, the fear of living your truth is too overwhelming and because of or scary or um you know whatever that might be i i almost wish and for me overwhelm i hear overwhelming but i think it goes almost down to to live your truth is impossible. yes excellent absolutely because you feel like living your truth is an impossibility i yeah i mean when you work with me I will not only help you live your truth, you will then discover that you can manifest everything your heart desires. Yes. Or you can yes. take daily, I, every yes. like the truth is easy and it truly will set you free. I mean, this is, this is. I'm just looking for my credit card, <laughs> sorry. So this is. I mean, you've got three. So each of them, what I want everybody to see is that those three that, that you just, we just quickly did, you'll, you'll fine tune them. Okay. And you'll go, okay, here's the next step. You guys. Okay. Listen up. This is so important. You've got your three, three, foundational messages to work with, right? You're going to tweak them. You're going to walk around with them. 
you're going to call up your best friend and you're going to go, listen to this for a second. Like, which one do you like the best? Right? I help people reclaim love, right? And you, you speak out, speak it out. Don't keep it up here. I want you to speak it out to as many people. And don't email it and no. text it. No, speak it you. out and say it. You guys, on a side note, I, you guys would like, it's hilarious because with my marketing team, I literally, the other day we had this big email campaign go out and I, I looked at, at my coworker, Ashley, and I said, okay, I want you to read out loud the final product. And she goes, what? I go, no, no, no. You, you need to read it out loud. And she read it out loud and we found one little part of the sentence that just didn't really work. And I went, isn't that cool how that works? She's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Because you have to speak it out loud. When people read your stuff, they're speaking it out loud from up here, okay? So say it out loud to as many people as you can. And as you do that, you're automatically programming your brain to start living into that dream. This is, these sentences are nothing more than your dream. And what's amazing, and I'll tell you, when you do this and you call your best friend and they're like, yeah, I've told you that forever. Yeah. Like, and you call your mother and you say, this is who I think I am. Or, you know, you read one of the sentences. She'll be like, I've been telling you that since you were five years old. Like, it's so obvious to everybody else, but because it tends to be your giftedness and the things that you're most yep. connected to, that idea of being inside the picture frame versus being outside. Okay. You're going to hear everybody be like, forever okay. I've known this. So now this so is yes. the fun yes. part. Like, if it's not already fun, this is where I really, like, this is, <laughs> not for now, me, for this is really fun, is, Eric, I want you to tell me if if you could... If there was one common theme between each one of the sentences, you are and can't and gives up on their dream. What what common theme do you have in that person that really stands out to you? I, the word possibility, just like everything. Okay. Is now, if like you don't know, like I, I don't know, but you don't know the resources that are just under the surface. That if we could just like crack open that nut, an oak tree would explode overnight. It's like that Jack and the Beanstalk okay. moment when they plant that seed and it grows overnight where what it can take them. one resource could you provide to that person that when you walked up to someone in the mall that you didn't know because let's face it people 90% more than 90% right there's the 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 1% rule the 3% 1 to 3% rule of people walking on this earth are actually doing right right living in impossibility thinking chasing their dreams one to three percent of the population 
translation, you have 99% of the population. Yeah, so literally you could go to a mall and pick somebody out in a crowd and chances are they're not living into possibility. What would be the one thing that you would say to them or, or advice that you would give to them that you would say, if I give you just this one nugget, my work has been complete. If they could for one moment, and by moment, I mean like a second out of an entire day, believe that they are worthy of success. And I say that every day, that you are so worthy of it, that you were created here and now for a divine purpose and you know it, but you don't believe you're worthy of it. If you could just believe you're worthy of it, the heaven would say. Okay, so your you have just created your anchor content, your very first piece of anchor content that you're going to provide either via email, your website, however you want to provide it. If you go to a speaking engagement, you're going to hand out your piece of anchor content and that is you're going to create something that's that speaks into the 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 five steps to believing you can achieve success what were what would those five steps be the seven steps to living into okay. possibility thinking uh, right. That and I'm a great title is, maker. But this is right off of the notes I took from what you said. So here, um, so um, the the the. Which, by the way, she's mailing me at the, the end of this, folks. Even though Elizabeth is here. <laughs> the the seven steps to finding your truth. So what I love about this, and I'm sort of bringing it back to our viewers, because yes, I I. I'm like stealing all that. But did you see how so often I get the call, what is my product? What is my product? What am I supposed to do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what is it that I'm supposed to push up the hill to make a profit? Now that's seven steps to finding your truth or success, five steps to successful beliefs becomes a five-day webinar, becomes a five-minute um, video, one each day, becomes a workbook that you can then do as a It's not that I'm creating seven different cars to drive to work. I'm just taking the same vehicle and going to seven different directions with it. And so for the first level, you may, and this is where podcasting comes in. If you don't know podcasting or if you don't know blogging, those are pieces we're going to have to work on. But if you did a seven-day podcast, picking each one of those and committing the 30 minutes, and then went back and stole those notes, you'd be pretty close to an ebook of about 40 pages that could then be your neat, like, you guys getting how this is, like, I don't need a big thing to start. I need an idea that I connect to that I can figure out how many different ways I can play with it. And I, I see Sonia's here, and Tin Can Moments is exactly that. There are so many levels to Tin Can Moment, 
And when it came to birth, and I was like, you're the only, like, I can't do Tin Cam moments. It, I'm just not the right vehicle. Her Tin Cam moments has exploded because it's one message, multiple opportunities to share. Exactly. And so <clears throat> when you, what I want you to remember, though, is start where you are right now in the present and imagine and keep that in the that keep that at the top of your mind where you want to go so as you create this cornerstone or anchor content that in the bottom of it this is where marketing comes in you say find me on Facebook here or um, you know you you start at check me out on LinkedIn here here's my website that that we don't forget those finely tuned things that that allow people to connect with us through other methods than what we're providing them in terms of content. Why this is important is remember on the first day, one of the big mistakes that I see entrepreneurs making is they ask their customers to go out on a first date. And that first date is the piece of cornerstone content. And then as soon as you get an email, um, saying, I want the cornerstone content, you then send them out an email and say, oh, I have this masterclass and I'm a coach. Are you ready to start coaching? That's equivalent to saying, I'm out on a first date with you and on Yeah, and often, and the worst part is, it's like, I'm going to start coaching. And by the way, I'm bringing my three children, two of them from a previous marriage. And they're like, wait a minute. I didn't know any of this about you from the coffee that we had yesterday. Yeah. How did we go from all of it? And so, so I just thought I could be here all day. Um, I want you guys to do that. Even so you've got my email address, eric at ericgreed.com. If I get nothing else, then the title to my five blanks or my seven things or your three ways to in an email telling me that you sat down and like, okay, this is where it's going to begin. Now, if you want to go ahead and give me a 20 page document, I will read the 20 page document, but by Monday morning, actually, no, no. By the end of today, you need to be able to say, and it's going to change. We're okay with that. The three things that you need to be a successful hair designer or four things that you can do right now to clear up your complexion and feel better about whatever it is that made you cry, that brought you joy, that fills your dream. You should be able at this point, if you go back and listen to this in the replay, you should be able to come up with that content title. And that's often what I do when we do Facebook Lives and I spark something in somebody else. It's like, I don't have the whole content, but clearly this is the title. Well, of and I, w I would love to see, I would love to have everybody post, even if it's not, you post oh, yeah. your, your foundational message, your member that's mindset message marketing. What is that foundational message, that purpose? If I walked up to you today and, and said, Hey, um, you know, Elizabeth, Bethany, what, what are your Greg, whoever else is on? What, what is, what do you, how can you help me? How can you help me that you literally can just go, got it, Jill. 
I, I can help you because I can help you um, when you feel invisible in your life and that you feel like you're less than, that's, I'm your person. Because here's what I do for people. I help you discover your true worth. I help you start seeing possibility instead of impossibility. So you can manifest everything your heart desires. I'll be like, here's my credit card. And, and here's the thing, here's like, hear this you guys and hear it with, understand it, don't judge it. When you come to me as a consumer, as a client with that, I don't look for the credentials. I don't look for the certifications. I don't look for the degrees because it's like, I don't know who you are and how you got here, but you are right where I need you to be. I'm buying it. And so often we feel insignificant because we don't have the credential, the certification, the six degrees, the four years of education. We don't, we always like, I can't start my dream because I don't have something that people are going to ask me for. Nobody's asking you for it when they're, uh, like you remember that love at that first sight thing. You didn't ask what their mother-in-law looked like. You fell in love at first sight. When you get to this message, the way Jill's laid it out for you, people aren't going to ask. You know, they may be curious, but it's not going to be the deal breaker moment in your business. It's just going to be additional information that disc profile C people have to get. <laughs> <laughs> So what I want what I want to offer up to you too is if if you are interested in continuing this journey and taking those statements and moving them to the next step in the marketing uh, world, um, I have talked and we are both willing to put on a you know developing your personal playbook. Uh, uh, class, webinar, whatever you want to call it, where we would get together with you and um, via Zoom and really do the work together. So this, it would be a combination of teaching and you doing. So the goal would be for you to accomplish each week that week's lesson and, and you would have that tangible product after each week is done. Um, one of the things that we talked about that we both agree on that's really important is that if you have a lot of existing content and curriculum from other thought leaders in the industry, um, for example, John Maxwell, I, I have lots of access to curriculum right <laughs> in my John Maxwell team um, membership that we would literally take a piece of that curriculum and we would create a new piece of curriculum based on the content of John Maxwell's teaching and we would put it in your voice. And that my friend. So, and I want you to understand that you don't have to right. have John Maxwell curriculum. If you belong right. to an organization, if you belong to a faith, a faith-based group that really speaks to you, or if there's an author that just, resonates in your voice that you're like, man, I'm always quoting so-and-so, or I always feel like so-and-so, Mel Robin, Tony Robin, like some, what we want the idea to be is that instead of putting them in front, 
you put them behind in your message, your purpose, your passion in front and pull that, that resource in so that now you can create your future content. In the well, community. and here's an example. I know Lynn is doing the Grit Gritty Women podcast, and I absolutely love it. And as soon as I, I saw it. Isn't she? But you guys, I honestly, she's so yes. good. I mean, she just And what, what I like freaked out because when I was doing my Jillian Anderson and Associates business full time, what this, what my content writing eventually moved into was one of the books that I created a masterclass to was Angela Duckworth's book, Grit. And so I created a okay. workshop. So I had an entire weekend workshop that was based on the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. I did, a, I, I wrote a masterclass. So my point in saying this is once you have your foundation message and you've discovered how really quite easy it is once you have that foundational message to create your own content with your own voice, touching the people who you want to work with, it's actually not that difficult. Yes, it takes time, but guess what? I'd rather have you take time creating the content that truly helps and is focused on the people that are going to hand you a credit card instead of you doing stuff for free or putting a little bit of time into this or buying that or putting this. Let's stick to the foundational reason why you're doing what you're doing. Create the content and the dating relationship with the client and the sales will come. Amen. And that the thing is, so tomorrow morning, if somebody said, I need you to be at the airport at eight o'clock and you're going and you're going to be here and you're going to be speaking for 30 minutes or an hour or half a day, though I would be nervous because I would be speaking from self, I would be prepared. Now, Granted, I would like more time to be prepared, but it wouldn't require me to research and copy and paste and put, because I could do it. And people in the audience would be like, I can connect because he's present in the moment versus distracted trying to pull. So, and, yeah, and I'll, it's one more gold nugget, and then I, I got to go into the office, but here's, 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 <laughs> or she'll be yeah, exactly. here's, here's the other gold nugget that once you get that foundational message done, now Eric has his bio done. So Eric, if he gets asked to be on a podcast, instead of going, oh, well, my name is Eric and I have been a coach for 25 years in the industry, blah, 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 blah. Those bios drive me insane because they don't tell anybody what you do and that's what a bio is for people so once you have that basic message your bio is hey i'm i'm jillian anderson and i i i help people i help that mom i help that dad i help whoever discover the greatness within them right and you can and when i'm not doing that i'm on the beach with my toes in the sand you can make these fun you can make them funny you can make them serious, but
But once you have that message, you can, you can craft that any way you want. Which then leads to, and this is where Jill and I were brainstorming last night, and I apologize for not being more formalized on it, but literally it was last night, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, I forgot, that this idea of continuing this on a separate channel, in a separate vehicle, in a mastermind group, it's then going to be, how do I create a podcast? How do I get booked on other people's podcasts? What do I do when I'm booked on a podcast? Like all of those things that will naturally grow, but you can't do the, you can't build the roof until you put the foundation down. And right now, so many of you, and I say this with love, have built a foundation on sandy soil somebody else's content, somebody else's plan, somebody else's statement. And it's holding up, but it's not going to last. And so we're going to do it. I literally probably don't know what it looks like, but it will, it will manifest. manifest. So yeah, um, if you, if, um, if you're interested, you know, if you are interested, I'm going to throw that to Eric. Eric can take care of getting you let the peeps know how to get in touch with you and um, I can assure you that what Eric and I talked about last night will just like knock your socks off and I was so I know out last night my family was like I know so okay love you guys all right off to the office. You guys stick around well, for a minute. I'm going to do some recap and then um, we're going to close out. Thank you so much, my friend. It has been an amazing Jill week. You have just like dropped and ignited and inspired. I see lots of hearts coming your way today from the little heart making machine that Facebook provides. Give my best to everybody at the office and make sure you have time this weekend to uh, get some oh, space I in am. the sand and some barbecue on All right. Face. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And I hope we, we work together very soon, right? We, we, are. We're, we will. We are. And we're yes, excellent. We're connected. Bye. So, everybody, thank you for this Success Life Live and Fun Friend Friday with my friend Jill Ann. Um, so what's next and where are we going and what do you got to do? Whew. I tell you, I'm going to need a fresh shirt. That was a little intense going through that exercise, but I'm going to go back and actually do the exercise in silence alone. Um, because though I know that, I'm knowing it differently now as a result of walking through it with her. And, um, and that's what we're going to do partly in the master classes. We're going to walk through that and we're going to be able to engage a little bit more so that you can have that experience as much as it was being on the hot seat. It will ignite. And then we're talking about, you know, what does a Facebook message versus an Instagram versus a YouTube? And then how do we maximize that messaging? And then how do we continue continuity? And what is the marketing and the copy? copy is such a critical piece of our messaging and then where do we begin to feed that messages and just bop, 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 um, building and building and building we started with like a three-week course and at the end of it i said maybe it should be a two-year membership site as much as we want to explore and go through together but it really begins with you today sitting down and finding out what that is i saw lynn say her five steps to becoming a gritty woman woman um, but really go through this today 
I mean, go through this slowly in your journals and in silence and get that piece down and then get it posted up here, get it emailed to me, and then we're gonna get you on the list and we're gonna get you moving in the right direction. Like I said, it was about nine o'clock at night and we were trying to figure out, and I said, no, I don't wanna do this haphazardly, as my dad would say. I wanna make sure that I know what we're doing and feeding it in the right way. So you can chase me down at Eric at Eric G. Reed. If you just put, I wanna be part of the Jill thing or the Jill and Eric thing or the Jill and Eric show, I'll know what you're talking about and I can keep track of it that way. Um, the overall idea as it is, is a teaching lesson and then coming back with homework and reviewing the homework and giving the feedback and the interaction and in a supporting environment and really making you, in. as Jill said, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, we're really going back to the haircut thing. Like getting the haircut, let's not go for the glamour shot and the the click funnels and the infusion soft and all of those products that we think we need to create a successful business until we get that foundational messaging right so that you can continue to market it at the highest degree all right so that's where we're at it's a fun friend friday episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you've enjoyed jill week um the three previous days are up on the podcast and up on youtube if you want to spend the weekend going through it and making it a mini masterclass, I'll take this one, convert it to a podcast and up on YouTube before noon today so that you can have it as well. In the meantime, if you guys need me, tag me, message me, um, Facebook me, email me at eric at ericgreed.com because as you guys just heard, as you learned, I love helping people discover their possibility and their potential and exploding it into the world it just, I, I honestly, I see Liz here. It gives me such joy when I see people experimenting and playing with who they can be and the delight that they have in discovering themselves and their possibilities and their impact. It just, I don't know. I guess I'm like a Johnny Appleseed. I just love seeing those things happen. So if I can help you with that, you know how to reach me until we get together. You guys go out and have a fantastic day. Remember, you are worthy of all the success you desire. It is yours and the resources are there. And again, to our families of, of veterans and those who have served both in the military and then in our public service, thank you for your contribution to our country, for your service and your sacrifice. Uh, we honor you this weekend and especially on Monday here in the US. Um, your service and your sacrifice have provided us the opportunity to dream our dreams and to live our dreams and to make an impact in the world. And so thank you for that. And thank you to the family of those service members. I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. I hope you enjoyed this special edition of Success Life Radio with my guest Jill Ann Anderson and our fun friend Friday. I got to tell you, it was a little uncomfortable being there in the hot seat and having to go through that process live. And for me personally, I'm going to take time later today to really sit back and unpack it and see how that aligns with my current business model and my current business messaging and my current business marketing, as well as my personal life. And I encourage you to do the same. 
And if you'd like to know more about the upcoming marketing masterclass, or we're still sort of working through the details in the title, shoot me a message at eric at ericgreed.com. I'll make sure you get kept up to date on when and where and what the goings on are. And until then, go out and live your life with success. I want you guys to truly believe that you are worthy, fully and completely worthy of all that your heart desires, all that your mind can imagine, all the possibilities that exist in you. Success Life with Eric G. Reed. Learn to live your life with success.